today, what to do when you've been working all day under the shadow of threat. I'm Tony Bach, and this is the Decompress Podcast. In the next 10 minutes, while you're getting home from work, you can decompress after spending the whole day serving other people. Now it's time to power down and renew yourself. Let's start again with one slow, deep breath. In on one, and out on one, two, three. I hope that as you're walking home or taking the subway or driving, that you can spend a few minutes letting your mind unwind a little bit and getting ready to arrive home ready for renewal instead of just replaying the whole day over and over in your head. It's easy to do that. I mean, I was talking to a colleague yesterday who said, I come home feeling like the patients I'm seeing could be me. It is deep and deeply sad. And, and I think what my colleague was talking about is a kind of personal vulnerability that I haven't felt since AIDS was a new diagnosis. You know, back then, in the early 80s, it was bad enough to be a young gay man, um, not even out. And I feel the same kind of threat now. The coronavirus epidemic seems like it's everywhere, that it's out of control, that each one of us are constantly required to be on alert so that we don't touch anything, that we don't forget something about our PPE, that we don't accidentally expose ourselves. Our human tendency under conditions of threat, you know, the way we are wired is to react in one of three ways, flight, fight, or freeze. Flight means we distance ourselves, you know, pretend nothing is wrong while we suppress our worries all day. Fight means we get angry about all the reasons we can't do our best. And freeze means we just shut down so we don't have to feel anything. Flight, fight, freeze. That's how we react under threat. And normally that's very useful. It's good to have a sympathetic nervous system that can respond to a threat within microseconds. The problem happens when our bodies are trying to do flight, fight, or freeze all the time. It wears us down, and over time, it wears us out. The good news, though, is that you can invest in a few minutes right now to grow your own sustainability. And here's the antidote. Let's take a couple of minutes to step back from the day and recover that feeling of being safe. Take another long, slow breath. Remember, you're trying to activate your parasympathetic nervous system and, and, and intentionally slow things down, right? And try saying these words to yourself. May I be safe. May I be happy. Be healthy. Live with ease. May I be safe. Be happy. Be healthy. Live with ease. I mean, your first reaction might be to say, wow, super corny. I don't know. But I'm going to ask if you can just allow yourself to see what happens 
as you let these words sink in and as you let them penetrate deeply into yourself so that they can unlock the feelings of comfort, familiarity, and warmth that you haven't had time to access all day. You know, if one of the words doesn't work for you, just just replace it with something else you like better. But if you haven't really reacted to this, try the words I'm suggesting. May I be safe, be happy, be healthy, live with ease. I'll give you a few moments to do this while you're walking, riding, or even driving. See if you can let your breath become longer and deeper as you do this. And notice what happens in yourself as you imagine being safe, happy, healthy, and living with ease. Where in your body do you feel this? And wherever that is, can you intentionally now try to relax your face a little bit, like 5%? Let your shoulders drop, maybe 5% or 7%, and let your belly soften, maybe 10%. And then once you get home, see if you can let this sense of safety perfume the evening so that maybe you go into your front door with the scent of your favorite beach at sunset or the forest where you've paused on a hike. May I be safe, be happy, be healthy, live with ease. It turns out this practice, while deceptively simple, is an ancient um, Buddhist practice that I'm using here in a purely secular sense. You don't have to believe anything about Buddhism or even know what it is to try this out and see what happens. Because right now there actually is quite a bit of research that supports this practice as a way to improve well-being. The practice itself is often translated from the Pali language as loving-kindness. I have to admit it's kind of a mouthful. And so the more important thing to take away from this is what you are doing is you are rewiring your brain to move away from all the threat that you've been around all day and to train it on the safety that you do possess. You do possess a reservoir of safety, calm, contentment, happiness. It is in there, even though you may have had the day from hell. What we pay attention to strengthens our default networks of emotion and feeling. So, you know, one of the things that Pemachadran talks about is, you know, when you have this feeling and you start to reinforce it and think about it, I mean, the question to ask yourself is, is this the feeling I want to be having more of every day? This is a process, of course. You know, these changes and rewiring don't happen overnight. But even today or tonight, after you get home, you might notice just a little something. And that little something can be one step towards an evening where you feel more renewed. So I forgot to mention this yesterday, but if you can, send a text to a friend. And it's the same text as before. Um, Here's what I'm looking forward to tonight. What is it? 
Is it a talk with your significant other? A walk with a dog? Or just some time looking at the sky through a window? Make sure that you intentionally take the time for renewal that your body, mind, and heart need. And I'll see you tomorrow. This is Tony Bach for Decompress.